0: To welcome you to our daily Bible study as we begin another week, I hope that God will just show us something special this week. I want to talk about an area of Scripture that is uh, fairly well known but not too too well understood, and that's what Jesus called the Sermon on the Mount. I want to look at the first part of that and uh, what's called the Beatitudes. Let me read it for you. When Jesus saw the crowds, He went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. In these verses, we discover so much truth. I want us to look a little bit at at the background of the Sermon on the Mount because actually it's interesting uh, what what the scripture says about it. Christianity uh, is really... So much of Christianity comes out of these uh, three chapters of Matthew 5, 6, and 7, which we call the Sermon on the Mount, where it's the longest sermon that Jesus preached that we have recorded. I'm not saying it's the longest one he shared, the longest teaching he shared, but it's the longest one we have recorded, and it really gives the heart of what a Christian ought to be. Somebody said Christianity has not been <coughs> found wanting, but it's been found difficult, and and of course, these verses reveal how difficult it is, and only we can do it when we come into relationship with Christ and he works through us. I want you to notice who the teacher is, and, of course, the teacher is Jesus himself. He opened his mouth, the Bible says, and taught them. Uh, the most used title for Jesus in all of the New Testament is teacher or rabbi. And what a teacher he was. He had such new authority, and he spoke with such dynam- dynamic power, that they had never heard anyone quite like this and it made so much sense that's one of the things about jesus he didn't talk over their heads he didn't try to exp- to show them how brilliant he was or that he was god in the flesh or any of those kinds of things he simply he simply just just spoke the truth and as he spoke the truth he god used him to help them to understand exactly what they needed to know and how they could come to, to understand that and how they could come to grips with it. And so I think it's important for us to realize that our main job is to communicate simply, communicate down on their level, communicate where people are. And, and always his message, what he said, was so practical. It dealt with where people lived. And the Bible says when he finished teaching in Matthew 7, the people were astonished at what he taught. For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. The scribes just rotely, half-heartedly just told them stuff. And it was not with the heart. It was not with compassion. It was not with, with any real feeling of, of power. He just, they just did it. And uh, it's interesting, too, the Bible says that he sat down. And taught them that seemed to be the the way he usually taught people he usually sat down and uh, he sat in the temple the bible says to teach them and the most important thing though is he was sitting on his throne wherever he was because he was thrown his throne was the earth and his throne was everything that he had made but also notice the place the bible says he went up into a mountain now We don't know what mountain it was. It doesn't tell us, but he chose the open air for his place to share these great truths and a mountain for his platform. And, uh, you know, people have have taught on all kinds of places. John Wesley taught on his father's tomb in his hometown, on his father's grave. He stood up and preached. And Jesus gave this message on this mountain probably the because maybe he could he could be higher than they were or he could be lower than they were and they could see him and they could hear him and the bible says that he saw the multitudes of people but he also saw his disciples and he was sharing particularly with them and giving them the message he wanted them to hear and people sometimes say they <coughs> they don't understand the Sermon on the Mount and how Jesus said some of the things he said that seems so hard to do. Other people say, well, I am I'm, I'm I just live by the Sermon on the Mount. Well, nobody just lives by the Sermon on the Mount. That doesn't make us a believer. We have to trust Christ to do that. And that's what's really important. The background of these first few verses is what we call the "be attitudes. In other words, this is something we should be and do. and. Uh, they present a portrait of, of what a believer really is and the kind of character that should be a part of our lives. And all Christians are to be like this, and all Christians are to manifest these kind of characteristics that are mentioned in these, in these first verses of the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5. He calls it blessed or happy, and we'll talk about that as we get on into the study of the Sermon on the Mount. And we'll pick that up tomorrow, and we'll deal with that as we start the first one of the, of the Beatitudes, which is Blessed are the Poor in Spirit, and we'll be talking about these over the next several days and probably maybe even further. So I hope you'll be with me as we do that. God bless you. Have a great day.